3: It's time to wake
4: up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Bill Moore's finest, Monte Hill. The pride of the Excelsior, Joe your Boy Shasky. You're listening to 95-7 again, the morning roast.
1: Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. It is finally here. Super Bowl week. Hallelujah. Hopefully you enjoyed the Pro Bowl games. Hopefully you enjoyed the Warriors split over the weekend. Although, the loss in Atlanta is just, oh boy. Oh boy, that was a tough night for me. Driving home from the studio thinking about that loss. Why? Oh, it's just this one you gotta have. It could have turned. The momentum could have turned. You could have won three games in a row. It could have maybe made the box. Maybe been in the box. But you're out of the box right now. They play Brooklyn Nine. Guru was in the lab yesterday. He called me yesterday. I can't believe the ball Tate made overtime to Trey guys I know, I know, I know. But we're not talking about that right hey, now. I can't can't argue with <laughs>
2: Just for one second. Guru does this to me all the time. He's like shocked, even though we've seen weeks and weeks of data, whatever it is. It yeah. doesn't matter what it is. I can't believe the Giants can't hit. It's like they've been telling you they can't hit for multiple seasons. At, I, mean, I can't
1: believe the Warriors lost that game. I can. I can, too. This is what they've done all season long. That's what I try to tell them, and I love Guru. This is who they are. They've had two long winning streaks, two five-game winning streaks. And other than that, they haven't had a two-game winning streak. They had one two-game winning streak outside of those five-game winning streaks. So what does that tell you? They're inconsistent. This is who they are. Not even inconsistent. They're just not good. We just had Groundhog Day.
2: That's basically the
1: Warriors' season.
5: It's the same thing over and over and over again.
1: Yes. I was waiting for this one because my my tweets and deals were filled with this one. It was filled. Hey, Bonte, what did you think about Clay Thompson? I thought it was Clay Thompson's worst game of the season. He was not good on both ends of the floor. Just not good. I mean, defensively, offensively, chucking shots, forcing shots. He was not good Saturday night at all. So that's what I think of Clay. He needs to bounce back in a major way, especially if Wiggins is going to be out. But it is Super Bowl week because I spilled cappuccino all over me. How did that happen? You know, B,
2: you had said something Ah. before we went to the injury, uh, The injury break or whatever we call that that injury report. Injury report, thank you. Um, And you were talking about Shanahan and (laughs) Purdy and the pressure and who's got more to gain. And it would be hilarious to me. Is let's say the Niners win, all right? And Brock Purdy does have a great game, but it's Kyle Shanahan who gets this particular soundbite. I'm going to Disneyland. Oh, gosh. That would be the funniest be thing funniest. to develop ever Possibly, after a Super Bowl. I know I, it's always got to be the, the quarterback, but you gotta,
1: no, wouldn't I that do, be funny? I do agree that there's a lot of pressure on Kyle ahead no doubt about it. Because ahead as bad as Purdy played in the first three quarters against Green Bay, Shedahead's game plan left us all jaw dropped. Like, yo, Sheddy, what's going on here, buddy? Can we get the ball to number 23? But that's why, I, I and today's not the
2: day, but I'm going to give you a couple of days. I want to know what your ideal script is that you're looking for from Shanahan. Yeah. Because I do believe that there are times where people are, are way too critical of the game plan, and there are other times where like I'm frustrated with the game plan, but there's also that brilliant mix that for the majority of his yeah. career, he's well, an excellent play caller.
1: Well, give me a game plan that doesn't have you going into the halftime with seven points on a scoreboard.
2: Execution's that, a part of that that's,
1: that's, you know, that's Can I get can I get more than 7 on the scoreboard? And I'm not talking 8, nine, ten. I mean, I need 17 maybe by halftime You know, Philadelphia scored 24 Against Kansas City last year at the half They were up 24-14 Now, Kansas City defense is a bid But don't break defense And Chris Jones, you gotta identify him But you can run the ball on this football team So, I don't, you know, make sure One thing I know, the game plan better have McCaffrey Touching the ball 20-25 to 25 times Mate, hell, forget that. 25 to 30 times. c has to touch the ball early and often. Well, they did that against Detroit, and on first down, they
2: were they ran it 9 out of 10 on the right. first first downs, and they were averaging 2.4 yards a carry.
1: Detroit had the second best run defense in the league, and they were really good on first down this year. Really good run defense, so that was, was kind of predictable. You know, Detroit on early downs, and I guess you got to run the ball, but they, they did it on first down, and it's just... What dare? Well, I wanted to see them pound the ball with, with, with Christian McCaffrey. My that bigger, was a good run defense, though.
2: No, I agree. There I agree go. with that. They're number two in the league in terms yeah. of some of the data. Um, I don't know if you follow David Lombardi, but he's got all of that data. Um, he's also got data on his day
1: at the airport. <laughs> it's pretty interesting.
2: Yeah, the one thing I don't want to hear from the media, and again, now that I'm a esteemed member of the media – be no careful. one cares be, about your travel. Be
1: careful! You're going to be in a press box. No,
2: but I know. But like, you tell me you're not going to take complain. a photo of you
1: in Vegas with your take that Saturday. Data.
2: But like, <laughs> there are real people working real jobs that are right. very difficult with real life problems. Don't don't complain about traveling to Vegas. That, that's all. That's just my aside. And I'm not saying I know people get frustrated because their flight gets landed and that's a huge inconvenience. But on the grand scheme of things, you're going to Vegas for the Super
1: Bowl, right? Yeah, I can't don't want to hear you. I can't wait to touchdown. We won't be. Uh, we'll let the Roasters know what our schedule is. So we got three Warrior Games this week. we got a lot going on personally, professionally. Um, so we will leave the city Saturday. Yes. That's all I care about. I don't care about the week uh, being at Vegas because we do a morning show. What the hell am I going to do at night in Vegas? Vegas is a nighttime type of town. What are we going to do at we're night? We're going to go to the Sphere. Yeah, we've we got to go to bed at 9 o'clock. We can't do nothing in Vegas. So we're going to go Saturday night. We'll be there for the game. We'll go to the game, we'll be in the Legion Stadium, and we'll do the shows Monday and Tuesday from Las Vegas. And there will be us either celebrating in Vegas or, you know what, <laughs> it's going to be some loser shows in Vegas. <laughs>
2: well, the best part about Vegas is if we do, and I don't want to put this in the air, but if we do lose, I can definitely stuff my face into some food and depression eat. I mean, let's call it what it is. Yeah. All right. When I go out, because I'm, I, I don't. Drink. You could do that, or I get this Unlimited sweet tooth in Vegas. They win
1: Sunday night, and we'll be all four hours of sleep. Unlimited possibilities. And we'll be doing that show. Hug over. We'll be doing that show. Hug over. I, I, I may even call it sick the day after the Super Bowl. Who knows <laughs> the hell of the show? The show's going to do great regardless. Hi, Spidoni. I'm Joe Spadoni, <laughs> and I'm Sam Lubman. <laughs> Let Spadoni host a show with Lubman Super Bowl. We'll just be hug over but you know. That's it. Let's go to uh, Nat and Sabatel. Nat, what's happening?
0: Hey, guys. Morning. How's it going? It's
2: going great. I mean, other than the fact that all the trees are down in the neighborhood and hopefully your power is on, I hope everyone's safe. But, no, this is Super Bowl week. Niners, baby. Let's go.
0: I know. I am so jittery. Like I might have like goosebumps. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Um, but when you're talking about who has more to gain, who has more to lose, Hannah has been here before he we were we were almost back here last year Purdy has never been here before at the same time like Purdy is what the third youngest quarterback to go to the Super Bowl this guy has gotten so much critique talking about him being a game manager and as he said like when does this become a negative connotation? Hannah has pro bowl tools in his toolbox and Purdy is another tool He's on. He's involved in every single play when our office is on the field. Any of other of our guys, our, our receivers, our running backs, all yada yada. They don't touch the ball every right. single play. Yep. Purdy has got. He has so much heat on him, but he has so many eyes. But when you think about, you know, caliber, national caliber, someone said. Oh, like Shanahan, like when you think about the Niners, you think of Shanahan. The national talk is Shanahan, like what is he going to do in the Super Bowl? What kind of Shanahan is going to show up? We see him kind of drop the ball at the end of the game here sometimes. And he doesn't exactly have the best record when he's going into the second half and he's down. So I think he's got a lot to not proved, but he's got to show up for a team. He's got to be Tim the Toolman Taylor. And then, and Purdy's, he's he's almost like the yeah. Alvarez. He's a little guy you use, he, he, like, for everything. You know, he puts everything together. So, uh, man, I think Purdy, like, he's so young. He has such an incredible passer rating, and he's got a lot to learn, but, man, he's got a lot to grow. And this is an incredible opportunity for him. So, yeah, Yeah. that's
1: really my take, guys. Good take, Uh, Nat. Good take, Nat. Good take. Good call. She sounds like she's already got
2: the the Pepto-Bismol
1: on Um, Monday. My mom was saying she was stressed out. She goes, her nerves are bad. So my mom, you know what she does? Huh. Last five, ten minutes of a game, football game or basketball game, she turns off the TV and just starts watching something else. What? She goes, her nerves are too bad. She's like, I'm like, mom, you're insane. Yeah, that's what I live for. Yeah, she's like, no, my nerves are too bad. I, I can't do it. <laughs> that guy it stresses her to hell out. It stresses her out. It's unbelievable. By the way, that's... shout out to YouTube. So and how Twitch. does she find out who wins? She she ends up going back to the game. Oh, she okay. Goes back and forth, but she can't. Win. She waits for the bleacher yeah, report. See, I don't. I, I, <laughs> oh, no, man. Okay, I can I, watch the final uh, five minutes. I can't watch the five minutes. Oh, no, it's too much. It's too much. It's like, watch. They always come down to the wire. This is what, this is what we like. This is what we like. Uh, YouTube and Twitch brought you by first Intercal Credit Union smart choice for low auto low rates and super simple online application process. The San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown to kickoff clock says we are six days, seven hours, 17 minutes, 13, 12, 11, 10, 11 9, Seven, eight, seven seconds away from kickoff next Sunday. Who has more to gain? This is is another thing why I think Brock Purdy has more to gain. There's no doubt he wins the Super Bowl. Everybody has him in the top ten as a quarterback. Everybody said he validates his MVP candidacy. Someone will have him in the
2: 20s because they love to get aggregated because they want to be... Get clicks on social media, oh. like be You just know how this yeah. works. I, so, I, I hear you though. By the way,
1: there's a great video on SportsCenter. Just a quick aside. It's asking likes to say, I saw a video on SportsCenter. They said this is the most wholesome fan experience we've ever seen. are fans walking out of Levi Stadium. A 49er fans shaking their heads, I did see that. being classy. Where's the little fella John Marks at right now? You want to post that video? You like to show the fights? What did you show the good? My 49er fans, haha, the classiest fans of them all. Out there in the world, there's no doubt, no doubt, never lost. 49er fans showing absolute class to the Lions fans, shaking their hands and paying their respect saying, Hey, great game, hell of a season. Thank you so much. It was great to meet you. How about that? Huh, there hasn't been any violence coming out of Levi Stadium anytime, huh? Huh, no fights, huh? Well, let's post that.
2: You know, smoke with Mike, though. This, uh, this entire like narrative that I see regarding. Do you believe in Brock or not? That is what's going to dictate whether you think the Niners are going to win or not. No. Do
1: you believe Ahead fully believes in Brock?
2: Yeah, I do. Yes, I do. I do, um, considering uh, you know just the data that I've seen over the 25 games that he started, the way that he's used him situationally, he does things with Brock that he has never done with with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. Play action from from the four yard line, you know, throwing from behind, right. uh, throwing early in games, you know, s- second and 20, ripping it downfield immediately. Right. Like there are certain specific aggressive calls that I see from Kyle Shanahan, and then I just look at their relationship and their communication as he's coming off the sidelines, body language tells me a lot. Uh And I think Kyle's body language has been significantly better with Brock Purdy than it ever was with Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, there were times you could feel the tension through the television. Not that he doesn't always love him. There's times where I've seen him, like the Cleveland game. I watched him, like, ready to throw the headset after some of the throws coming off of Brock Purdy's arm. But I think that's natural with any coach and and good player. But, But be like, I don't think it has anything to do with, like, do you do you believe in Brock? I think a lot of Niner fans believe in Brock. No. Do they think that he can – is he going to deliver on the biggest right. stage late in the game? Well, it would require the teams to be in a close game, him with the ball at the end. To me, this game is all about how much you fear that guy Patrick Mahomes. Right. Yeah. He's got a LeBron James-esque huh. vibe right. about him. I'm watching a dude at 28 years old already get fitted for the crown of greatest player ever. And 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 we yeah. all agree, like he does things that we've never seen on a field. That's how good this guy is. Call me
1: crazy. Call me crazy. But does Steve Walks have the most decayed Super Bowl? <laughs> well, Spags is gaining a lot of love. He is. And he has got love. Gaining
2: a lot of love. He has
1: got love. Seriously, he Spags. Spaggs fired as a coach of the Rams with the St. Louis Rams, but he got a couple championships. Hey, you beat the 18-0 Patriots. Yeah,
2: ask Justin Tuck and, and Michael
1: Strahan. Ocio Minora yeah. and those guys what they J-P-P. hate of him. Yeah. <laughs> JPP. Yeah. Antonio Pierce. Eight fingers up. Antonio Pierce, the embrace he had with Spaggs after that Christmas Day game. Spags loves AP. Loves him. Don't give me a start on that guy and that recent hire. Luke Getty, you're not a fan he of? sucks. You didn't want Cliff Kingsbury either, though. Who did you want? Who did you want as O.C. in the Rangers? Kubiak, the guy with the <laughs> Niners. Oh, you want click Kubiak? We didn't even know what Kubiak was in the I fielding. have no idea
2: what he even right. does. But I also didn't know who Bobby Swolik was, and right. now he is on the short list of of you know candidates. Well, he resigned uh, with the Texans. Yes, but he'll be hey, he'll be a hot commodity if they have another great year.
1: I actually like what Ben Johnson did too. I actually did. He's gonna get a job next year. Who wants to coach a commander? Steve Wilkes
2: um absolutely has a lot to gain. There's no doubt. Uh I think Nick Bosa. I think this this game for Nick Bosa, even more than Brock Purdy, because of what he means to the team, because of what he means in, in terms of like legacy right. for himself, how much money he's making, you become a champion and you're one of the best defensive players in the league right. and you show out against this quarterback, that's when you change, like that's when you become one of the all-time greats.
1: Let's go to uh, Paul and Pleasanton. Paul and Pleasanton, what's happening? You're on a roast. Hey, Paul.
4: Hey, guys. Just uh, wanted to share a couple of thoughts. First is, I got a good feeling about this game. You know, up until these last two games, there was always this, like, nagging thing about Shanahan, you know, about not winning the big one. Obviously, you know, he has overcome that. The big difference is the trust he has in uh, Purdy here. So I'm actually buying the odds on Bosa becoming the MVP. I think it's like 2,201 here. (laughs) But uh, the reason I called you... Share some thoughts on Purdy. I lived in Boston in 2000 when Brady came on board, right? And you all know how the national media—it took them a while to accept him because you know whenever a sixth rounder wins a Super Bowl, the media feels that they've been like you know invalidated, right? I mean, it's their job to uh, trump up all the first round, second rounds that all have uh, failed out. You may recall the second year. After Brady won the Super Bowl, I think I don't think they made the. They didn't make uh, the playoffs.
1: They missed the playoffs. playoffs.
4: Yeah, and uh, nationally, remember Tom Jackson on ESPN's like this locker room is losing (laughs) and all that stuff there. I I don't think like the national media finally had to bow down in front of Brady until after he won uh, his fourth Super Bowl Hmm. So expect the same thing with uh, Purdy. Even if we win the Super Bowl this year. Even if he wins the next year, you're going to have a bunch of these losers who will keep like, hanging out uh, on that here. So, good. good call. Thanks,
2: guys. Good call. Good so, call, he, really he, good has, call. he thinks that Nick Bosa could win the Super Bowl MVP. I like that call. I do. So, let me just real quick, for those that aren't into it, but I, I had it right here because I was looking, it was one of my narratives, you know, heading into the week. One of my storylines, Patrick Mahomes, the number 1 player with the best odds, or I guess the worst odds, because it's only plus 140, to win Super Bowl MVP. Then it's Brock Purdy, plus 200. Christian McCaffrey, plus 450. I like that. I really like that. So I'm going to give you the one I like the most. Travis Kelsey, plus 2,100. That's not bad. Debo
1: Samuel is the one I like the most, plus 3,500. That's a lot, too. I may go both McCaffrey and uh, Debo Samuel. So we're staying at the Excalibur. They have a casino in there, right? Yes. Oh, we could make the bet right there. I think we should do it. Oh, I'm Debo and McCaffrey. And oh, then- Bet on a lot. I got some cash actually from yesterday, so Nick, taking that cash straight to Vegas. Mahomes, Bet Purdy, line, CMC,
2: way. Kelsey, Debo, Pacheco, Ayuk, Kittle, Rasheed Rice, Nick Bosa, all the way down as the first defensive player, even higher than Chris Jones. Yeah, plus ten thousand. That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. actually not a bad. Has there ever been a like? Well, the last one was the guy for the the Tampa Bay
1: Dexter Jackson. Dexter right? Dexter Jackson, safety. He's the last defensive player to win it, uh,
2: off the top of my head, I don't know. Is that? That's off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's been another, I don't know, Google Super Bowl. I'll look it up right loving. now. Uh, by the way, DeBay, in DeBay, DeBay 415, do you think Mahomes' daddy getting a DUI is a distraction? No, I, I I think Patrick Mahomes, look, he's got his wife, Brittany, she's been outspoken. That sucks. His brother. Jackson Mahomes, TikTok, he's done some things. You know, I Mahomes is fine. Mahomes is going to be okay. How did I sleep on this? Von Miller won it here at Levi's. Super Bowl 50. Yeah. You know what? NFL Network. I, how did I sleep on that? So we're at, we're at Chili's for my niece's birthday. We're at Chili's for my niece's birthday. And they're showing, you know, the little shorts of the Super Bowls, the 30-minute shorts of each Super Bowl. Yeah. They were showing that with a cab. The Broncos completely stuffed them out. Bob Miller did with Super Bowl yeah. MVP. Super Bonte MVP. was
2: right. That's it Bonte did oh, have a point. It, it. sounded exactly, it. exactly it. like that. Yeah, Malcolm Smith, too uh, defensive players. Yes, in, in total. Well, he uh, won a Super MVP that year against the yeah. Broncos. Well, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: they won by like fifty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean they could have given it to anybody.
2: No, they just give it that whole defense. I would have gave it to the Denver Broncos the center, center who hiked it over Peyton Manning's head on the player. first play of the game. So, or Adam
1: Gase, the offensive coordinator. Oh my God! Yeah. Thank So God in we total,
5: nine non-offensive players have won the Super Bowl MVP you got one cornerback two defensive All right, ends name the players nable so, so ray got larry brown was the cornerback yeah. of the cowboys raiders. by the raiders yep yeah. uh Harvey martin one oh, uh, Cowboys MVP uh, as defensive end. Uh, Richard Dent with the Bears. Richard Dent. Uh, Randy White with yeah, the cowboys, cowboys defensive tower. I think
1: uh, him and Harvey uh, Harvey White won co-EVPs in the Super Bowl. I could be wrong there. Like.
5: I believe so, yeah, in Super Bowl uh Yeah, 12. When they
1: beat the Broncos 27-10 in the Superdome, uh New Orleans Superdome, they shared it. It was co-EVPs with the Cowboys. Yeah. Keep going. Then,
5: then you had uh, Desmond Howard with the Packers yep, are right as about a kicker-turner and punt uh, yep. uh Chuck Howley with the cow- Cowboys as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Ray Damn. Lewis yep, Ray Lewis against backer. the of course Gary Malcolm Collins. Smith and Vaughn Miller. The rest have all been offensive yeah. players you have Uh, 32 quarterbacks, eight wide receivers, seven running backs, and then four linebackers, two defensive ends, two safeties.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink
3: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
5: corner, a D-tackle, and a punt returner. Five quarterbacks since 2000, uh, five, I should say, receivers since 2000. Dion Branch, Heinz Ward, Santonio Holmes, Julian Edelman, and Cooper Cup. Interesting, uh, Roethlisberger didn't win in either of them. No, kind of surprising.
2: Although that throw to Santonio Holmes Sick. is one of great throw.
5: Hey, yeah, big, how
1: did? Yeah, how did? Rothenberg
5: Santonio had like two hundred. Well, yards the advantage.
1: first one it was all Willie Parker yeah. and the special teams and everything Willie like that. Willie Parker, now that's a name. So Heisler won it that, that year. <laughs> that's a yeah, name. That Willie Parker had the big touchdown. Live, I mean Willie oh, Parker, Parker no. number
2: thirty nine. Thirty nine
1: had speed. He was speed nice though. Him and the bus were a great combo. Uh, but to Santonio's hope, that Super Bowl, they were showing sort the of highlights of that. It was one of the great Super Bowls of all time. James Harrison was ridiculous. Is that the greatest play in Super Bowl history? Right before halftime. <laughs> well,
2: besides Don BB coming down on Leon Latt. Well, they got Pete. I know that's 70. a joke. I am joking. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know, I
1: know. Uh, Miguel, real quick, and hey, Miguel, but then we'll what's up, Miguel? Before
4: Dubas at eight thirty. Super Bowl. Yeah, what's up, you
1: guys? What up, Miguel?
4: Like I love y'all show every day. Thank hey, you, bro. So you know, my question is this: Yes, sir. You know what happens if Moody is practicing kicking the ball? before the Super Bowl starts, and then you KC, know, Mahomes, and Kelsey just comes out of nowhere, and they do the same thing what they did to Justin Tucker. Do you think the Niner players will react quick, or do you guys think that Baltimore didn't even know nothing about this until the game was over?
2: That whole thing, like honestly, is overblown to me. I, I don't know. I thought the whole Ravens kicker, Kansas City— I,
1: it's ship, Yeah, but
2: it was overblown. And I don't know if you know this. The Niners love getting in scraps before the game.
1: They do love <laughs> I mean, this is,
2: this is coming from the team that wears the all-black Air Forces.
1: Yeah, I know. They, I mean, Debo walked, walked out to play in all black. <laughs> they do like scraps. But I don't want Jake Moody. <laughs> Not Jake Moody. That's a place he missed a couple kicks, right, in the preseason? Yeah. That's when we're ready to cut Jake Moody. Remember that first preseason game of the year? We got a kicker problem, and Trey Lance ain't ready. <laughs> did you see the— uh, We didn't run the ball enough in the preseason game. <laughs> did you see We've the— We've come a long ways since then. Did you see the field, the the colors on the field? I have not seen the colors. Oh, I've been waiting on it. Is Niners it already, already out?
2: Red end zone. Niners. Well, yeah, it's the saloon font So they have the, the saloon font, yeah. but they have not the OG logo. They have the the current logo with the gold trim on the inside of the SF. All right, I got to see that. <laughs> and then I only saw the 10— but at the ten yard line, it's the Raider black outline on the on the ten, yeah, it, yeah, with a little Jimmy G kind of like feel to it. So Jimmy might not physically be there, but the Raiders painted him onto that the field. Ghost of Jimmy Garoppolo. The ghost
1: of Jimmy G. All right, I gotta I gotta see this field. Oh. This is the ghost of Trey Lamb. <laughs> Junior in the South Bay. Junior in the South Bay. What's happening, June?
0: What's up, guys? I like
1: listening to y'all every morning. Thank you. Thank you, brother.
0: And I got one question for y'all. I give credit to Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch putting this squad together.
1: Oh, they get a lot of credit, ton of credit, right? I mean, who has more to gain, Shanahan, Lynch, or Purdy? Oh, they get a lot of credit. Shanahan and uh, John Lynch. Shed ahead of John Lynch, huh? All right, Junior. All right, Junior. So well, I'm showing you the video yeah, right here. I'm putting I'm it here. The- I'm
2: showing it to you. The 10 has a black outline.
1: Oh, so the Raiders are putting to the- make sure their yeah. stamp is on the Super Do you Ball? see how it has
2: like a black yeah. outline?
1: Yeah. Who are Raider fans rooting for this week?
2: No misery. <laughs> Can it go to quadruple overtime?
5: No. What, we got Can have a- tire is- him out for the
2: next game? Spagone. Spagone, Spagone, who are you rooting for, honestly? I don't know. I, does it hurt no, you that no. the Chiefs and the Niners are playing in your stadium?
5: Yes, it hurts me. No,
2: Spinotti. I, I know, I know <laughs> Spinotti very, very He's well. He's actually
5: really excited about no, this. This is no, dream Spidotti, come true. Spadoni
1: wants Shasky and I to come in on Monday. Miserable. Well, I'm not Miser- even going to
5: see you guys, so it's not
3: even that. Oh, you'll see us yeah. through Zoom. Yeah. You'll be laughing. that's different. Like,
1: Spinotti, the day after Lottie Walker cooked the Warriors oh, a game. That's God. different, though. You were out that day. Salz was in. And Spinotti just kept looking at me. And I was so depressed. And Spinotti, I was like. Don't you dare say a word on the air today. And I didn't. He didn't say not one and single I word didn't. on the air. <laughs> and I, didn't. I made sure his mic was cut. <laughs> Spinoni's miserable. What do
2: you if you took the temperature of most Raider fans, Chiefs or Niners? I'll let you know,
5: Joe, on the other side.
1: By the way, you have another Teasing chance myself. to win a spot for Exit Toast with the Roast. That's coming up at eight thirty. Exit Toast with the Roast plus Jason Dubas live on the Boxer and Gerson guest line. That's what's coming up with the game. Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog.
5: Believe Mahomes is a crybaby. Now
1: back to the morning roast with Vontae and Shasky. Well, we hope Patty Mahomes is crying on Sunday. That's for sure. That's for sure. I want him tearing up and dropping the two and two in the Super Bowl. That's what I want. Uh, I can't believe we lost this game. Oh, I want him all the tears. Uh, I want Taylor Swift to be there with her Grammy awards, and I want her crying, tears of sadness. After the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl to the 49ers. Lil Mo, when I cry, you you cry, cry, we cry together. together.
2: Hey, he had the uh, Baltimore Raven jersey in that video. That music video hit hard.
1: Oh, that video is hard. Little Lil Mo has some videos. Oh, Lil Mo's got a lot of hitters. He's got one hitters. He's got like all the mafia pictures up. Oh, yeah. Lil Mo had a lot of hitters. Dubot's going to join us in a second here on the Boxer Accursed Guest Live, but it's time to qualify one lucky listener. To have eggs and toast with the roast this Friday. That's right. Be the first caller on the contest line. Right now, 415-523-4652. And Proposition Chicken is providing the food. you Max are going to be in the building with all the good food for Proposition Chicken. The question is. As mentioned in a morning roast show open. What San Francisco neighborhoods are Shasky and I from? Whoa. As mentioned in the Morning Rose show open, what San Francisco neighborhoods are Shasky and I from? That's tough. That's tough. That is tough. I heard the first question was tough. People didn't realize that Jokic beat the Warriors with a half-court three. (laughs) And what did they go on a 25-4 run to end the game? Talk about worst losses. We could pick like fifteen. What's the neighborhood that exists now that did not exist when we were
2: growing up that cracks you up in San Francisco? Dogpatch. 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 Not Nopa. Oh my God, Nopa! Yeah. When I hear Nopa, job. my eyes start to burn. Nopa. What else? Dogpatch. Did it create any new neighborhoods? Oh, my favorite is when I hear like uh, you know, Lakeview Heights. It's like, Who says Lakeview Heights? Oh, I've seen it in real estate. Uh, you know.
1: They say Lakeview Heights now? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Lakeview <laughs> Heights. Um I did like people say that like, Chase Center is downtown. No. I don't consider that downtown. No. Oracle Park. It used to
2: be China Basin. Yeah. Back I don't in the day. That downtown. I just call it ATT.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's just Soma. Bayview. Bayview's been around, they've Bayview's been around kinda, forever. Yeah, they've always said Bayview, but they have always Bayview's said, been Bayview, on the map. I, I have a, uh, a bunch of
2: old San Francisco maps, and Bayview's been on there for a long time. Visitation
1: Valley, Bayview, all considered. It's far- always there. Hunter's Point, no doubt. Hunter's Point, no doubt. Yeah. The, t-
2: the Tender Knob. T- yeah, that's
1: a good one. Tender Knob. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the dog patch just gets I don't know why it just irks me when I hear dog patch. Well they make it out to be super desirable like, it if sounds, this is where you wanna be. It, it sounds like a district in like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't wanna like Dog Patch. San, San, definitely San Andreas. Yeah, San Andreas <laughs> like the dog patch district. Like the dog pack district, like what? What is that? I do love. The what San was Andreas it before the he... dog patch district? Is it just Patro Hill? It's lower Patro, yeah. Lower Petrero Hill. You like, know what I, I used
2: to call it? Where the esprit was because there was an esprit. You guys don't know what an esprit? Is. Uh, it was where like all these girls that I knew used to like steal clothes from. And I know this is going to sound terrible, but that's what they did back in the day. Oh yeah, the
1: boosters. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, yeah, all knew boosters. Yeah, they but stole from what, the Gap and then they sell it for wholesale prices. Exactly, exactly. And they wouldn't get caught. All right, Dumas is going to be joining us in just a second. We're going to get a contest winner here as we get ready for it. I wonder what Dumas thinks who has the most to gain. He's down there in I Vegas. I'd love to hear that. He's on the plains yeah. land. Because I I look, I understand the Shanahan. I understand Shanahan. He has a ton to gain. There's no doubt. We're talking about him next to George. But think about that. We had Robinson Bruno call and he said he wins one. Now we're comparing him to Bill Walsh to talk about him the same sentence as Bill Walsh. Right. Skipping past George Seifert.
2: Yeah, I've thought about that. Um, Seifert is a legend in my mind because of what he did as a defensive coordinator as well as a head coach. And I know that we look at like David Shaw or we look at the guy who I referenced earlier today in Barry Switzer. When you take someone else's team and you continue to have success, we almost dilute it. When I brought up John Gruden in Tampa Bay, what did you say?
1: Well, with Tony Dudgy's team.
2: Exactly. And and as much as I love George Seifert, there is an argument like that team was quite self-sufficient, even though he gets credit for winning it. Shanahan built this from the ground
1: up. Wow.
2: It's all Shanahan. Wow. When it was talking about building. And, and, and Lynch. I'm not denying Lynch any of his uh, appropriate just do. But Shanahan runs the Niners. He best does.
1: believe. He does. He does, no doubt.
2: So that's why I think Shanahan's going to get a lot of credit. And I do think one title would elevate him above some of those others. What about Purdy? See, I think I think it elevates him over Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick, Jeff Garcia, Jimmy Garoppolo. What he becomes, I'll even throw Brody in there. He
1: becomes the second youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl? Brock Purdy, is that the case? Yeah. If he wins? And but, he beats Mahomes, but, who we consider the greatest quarterback of all time? But isn't it interesting how like we have to see some
2: time go on after to be able to truly file this in the appropriate spot of where it is like tom brady i think about this all the time if like and i listened to cam newton's comments last week cam was saying if you did a draft right now Purdy would be the 10th best player on the Niners meaning and I think the way he was doing is if the whole league could right. draft he would be the 10th guy taken I get where he's coming from cuz and, and I'm not ripping him right. Purdy's important to the Niners but I I could see how if we did a draft of the Niners cuz they have so much high end talent other teams would covet other players before no they doubt. get to Purdy I get
1: That's why I didn't have a problem with Cam Newton saying I didn't either The 10th best player on the 49ers so, is Brock Purdy I got him in the top 8 but there, there's no knocking at like pound for pound we're taking Fred Warner we're taking Chris the so. Second, George Kittle, Nick Bosa, Devontae Samuel, yeah, Brandon, you cover Brock Purdy. There's no doubt. If
2: I went back to those original, like Brady was not the goat. Until, like, the 2010s. Like, yeah. we didn't even think of him that way. No, 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 no. Okay, Ty
1: Law, I would have taken Ty Law. Lawyer Malloy,
2: oh, t- Ty Law, Willie McGinnis, McGinnis, Sam Adams. Yeah, no like Teddy though, Brewski. Vince Wilfork. I could have listed seven or eight New England Patriots. And, right. yes, Brady was, was a big element of why yep. they won. But he wasn't the dude. Yep. He wasn't the dude. But as time goes on, those first three titles, in real time, Brady was a part of it. But he wasn't the catalyst right. for it. At least that's the way I remember it. As we've gone on, a lot of the younger people, they just think that Brady was Brady from the 2010s back in the early 00s. That was right. not how it went down. Would uh, you agree?
1: Yeah, no doubt. So
2: Purdy could have three or four different versions of his career where he is you know, making $40 million a year, and he's the dude, and there's a lot less players around him or whatever, and he evolves from there. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Just win this game, and then the rest of his career, he's got a runway.
1: But if he wins this game? It's huge. The dollars that he would receive, the long-term security that he would receive, the praise that he would receive. he would become one of the best stories in North American sports history if he wins. So in amount of so like we can we can break this down in two different ways. Who has the most to lose? I'll buy Shanahan as the most to lose. Okay. I'll buy that. Okay. Because Purdy's playing with house money. I'm the last pick of the draft. I shouldn't even be here, right? We just heard the story for Peter King and his Monday morning quarterback. Is Peter King joining Willard and Dibs today or tomorrow? Tomorrow? So he'll have more on that story. He'll elaborate. He'll elaborate. So Shedahead does have a lot to lose here. Purdy doesn't have so much to lose. But the most to gain? Sure, Shanahan is gonna be now, hey, I'm one behind my dad. I'm I'm at the table. You know, I'm I'm at the table with the Mike McCarthy's. We know I'm better than that. I finally got my Super Bowl next to McVay. Boom. I'm the better higher than McVay with the ring. all that stuff. But if Purdy wins, the money, the endorsements. He may be on a short list and be able to cover a job at football. That's I'm what we're talking talk about here. Well, we're, I'm going to Disneyland. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to Disneyland with Mickey Mouse ears.
2: Who, who – I, I I love what you're saying here, but let me just ask. And it's different because Foles was a backup, and he and he filled in. Who gets more credit a couple years removed? Doug P? Like, who do we view higher, Doug Peterson or Nick Foles?
1: That's a great question.
2: And because that's such a unique situation, it's so unique. And maybe I'm picking the outlier here, because like we did the Belichick or Brady, Belichick or Brady, Belichick or Brady. I think most reasonable people like it was a blend of both, right? I think most reasonable people like Stafford McVeigh. I feel like both of them earned a ton of respect, and and now like we view McVeigh. I think we actually give McVeigh more love than Stafford personally, and I could be wrong there.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I mean McVeigh, he gets his love, but Stafford. I think I gave Stafford more love for this season. The way he played that me Detroit too. game, me too. He played a bit concussed. He something was something something was up with Stafford. He still threw darts all over the field when it came to uh, when it came to that Lions game against the Rams. But to, when it comes to Doug Peterson and Nick Foles, and we got Jason Dumas coming up in just a second, he's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Uh, he's in yeah. the Bay Area. We're not going to get on him for that. But I wonder who he gets more credit for because I felt like. Doug Peterson didn't get his credit for that Super Bowl. Interesting until he helped Trevor Lawrence go to the playoffs last season. Interesting, and I was thinking about that. Boy, Doug P had that team rolling. Uh, he was a really good coach for them, you know, and they should have won the following year. All right, let's bring up our main man, uh, our our brother from another mother, joining us on the Boxer and Guest Line live in Las Vegas. Check him out on Twitter. Check him out on Instagram. Jason Dumas is live and, in effect, in Las Vegas right now. Surprised he got up so early, knowing Dumas, man. Surprised he's working. He's probably working off of two hours of sleep, but Dumas, what's going on, man? Good morning. (laughs) Yo. City that never sleeps, man. <laughs> I know you didn't sleep much, man. No, nah, seriously, you're going out there to do big work, man. I know you're out there right now. You saw the Niners land, you saw the Chiefs land, but we're just talking about who has the more, who has more to gain in the Super Bowl: Shanahan or Brock Purdy. And you know, you you were there. We we. It's no secret you're an Eagles fan. And he brought up Shasky. Just brought up Doug Peterson and Nick Foles. Now, the city of Philadelphia, who gets more credit for that Super Bowl? Is it Foles or is it Doug Peterson? Oh, it's Foles, you know. Foles,
6: like it. Even thinking back on that year and that win, uh, it's just like almost like mind-numbing. I Foles, like that run he made, the historic run he made, beat Tom Brady, and brought Philadelphia its first Super Bowl title. It's like historic. Calling the Philly special, that was his idea. Like yeah, it's definitely Foles. Foles is like a legend in Philly now. Doug Peterson, obviously, he's revered too. But think about it: Doug Peterson was fired like two years later. So yeah. Foles is Foles is always going to get that nod, and uh, yeah, he's like a, a folk legend in, in Philadelphia. And here, I would think I would think it's Brock Purdy too. Like Jeez. Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, uh, you know, he's a good coach. Win or lose this game. People are still going to think he's a good coach. He still has job security. But if Brock Purdy wins this game, he, he's, he's a legend. You know, he, it's his second year. He wasn't supposed to be here. No one knew who he was when they even drafted him. He was just a guy on the roster. He was a roster filler. He was the third-string quarterback. Now he is the starting quarterback for a Super Bowl team, and he is one of the reasons why they're here.
2: You've been around this team for two different Super Bowl trips. A lot of the same players, there's a lot of new ones. And obviously the head coach is the same guy and the GM's the same guy. Have you noticed anything different in terms of preparation, in terms of attitude uh, leading up to this Super Bowl in contrast to the last one?
6: Yeah, absolutely. They're just more intentional about everything uh, this time around. Even coming into the season, like, so when they went to the Super Bowl in 2019, the next year they came into that season, I kind of think they were a little arrogant. Like, they thought they could just show up and get back to the Super Bowl. They they, they called it the revenge tour. It was just, I, I didn't like the messaging they sent that year. Uh, after the Super Bowl. This season, you could tell they were very intentional about their goals. They were very hungry. Like, they said they wanted payback on the Eagles. Like, they came out and said that, and they did it. They said they wanted to have home field advantage throughout the NFC playoffs. That was a goal of theirs, and they were intentional about it. They got it. They said they wanted to get to the Super Bowl. They got there. Now, Obviously, they have their last goal staring right in front of them, but you could just tell how intentional they are this season and how hungry they are. And even Fred Warner, he had such a good soundbite a couple of days ago when someone asked him what did they what did he learn about that Super Bowl in twenty nineteen, and he just he straight up said it's never over. Like that that ruined me. Like I now even if it's a preseason game, I don't even get excited until I see zeros on the clock. So you can just tell their demeanor. Even when they got off the plane, like, I didn't see many pearly whites. People weren't really sw- – Kyle Shanahan was the only one cheesing. Everybody else, <laughs> it, it, it looked like they were going to a damn funeral. Every, yeah. they, were, they, they got walked right on the bus. The Chiefs, they were kind of walking over to to the people and the cameraman waving. Niners got right off the plane, walked right off to the bus. It's like they're not going to be
1: satisfied until they are, are carrying that Vince Lombardi trophy. Wow, Jason Dumas here on the Boxer and Gerser Guest Line live in Las Vegas. So you're there. What is the vibe now in Las Vegas? Because we're going to talk about a little bit later how Vegas has become kind of the sports capital of the world. When you think about everything happening out there, whether it's prize fights, March Madness, uh, uh, WNBA. They're going to get a basketball team at some point. We know they're going to get a baseball team. They have the football team. So what is the vibe right now in Las Vegas, day one of Super Bowl week?
6: It's insane. It was insane even yesterday. I got to my... I got straight from the airport to the 49ers and Chiefs landing at their little private plane section. And then I went to check in to my hotel. So I checked into my hotel. It was probably about pushing 8 o'clock, line out the door. Wow. People everywhere. And that that's at Excalibur. And the Luxor is the same way. And then a lot of media staying at Aria, too. It's just it's, – Vegas is always crazy, as both of you guys know. But this is like – one of those weeks where you walk down to your lobby and you'll see a celebrity just kind of chilling, or you you people are always at the tables. It's it's just nuts. And in fact, I I'm interested to see how much work gets done from all my colleagues because <laughs> there's a, there's a lot going on, man. All
2: right, so just you know, I want to I want to touch on the actual main characters of this game. You, you, we referenced Purdy already. There are very few athletes in sports. That in real time, while they're in the middle of their careers, we feel like we're anointing them as one of the all-time greats. You know, Steph breaking all these three-point records in the middle of his career. Ricky Henderson, you know, shattering stolen base records in the middle of his career. Jerry Rice at 31 years old breaking the touchdown marker. Verlander, Jordan, LeBron getting crowned one of the great players in the middle of his career. I feel like I'm watching one of the greatest players ever in Patrick Mahomes. Is he the main character in this game this weekend in terms of like, you know, when when the Warriors beat LeBron, they beat LeBron. That's what it was. They beat LeBron. If the Niners can beat Mahomes, this is humongous, no?
6: No, you're absolutely right. Um just with my own two eyes, he's probably the best quarterback I've ever seen other than Tom Brady. Now obviously obviously you're gonna need the longevity and for him to actually like surpass Brady and even surpass some other guys, he needs the longevity. But like at the rate he's going and by the eye test, I, I personally have never seen anyone better. And like let's be honest, the Chiefs have no business really being here. Yeah, I know they have a better defense than usual. But, like, go back to Christmas Day when they lose to the Raiders. That was like no one would have thought they would be at the Super Bowl. Now they're yeah. there Because of Patrick Mahomes, and it's not even like he's popping these eye-popping eye stats, per se. He just makes timely plays, this season at least. He's just making timely plays when he needs to. He keeps his team confident. He's never too high, never too low. And it's just like, when you got a guy like that under center, everyone on the team, all 53 men, believe they can win. And when you just like carry that demeanor with you, it it takes you to Super Bowls like like they're they're in right now. And no, you're you're absolutely right, Shashi. Like it's the Niners versus Patrick Mahomes. Like I was talking to people last night, and someone asked me. Three people asked me. I was with four people. They're all two of them are Kansas City media. One is national media. And they asked me who I thought was going to win, and I said, Oh, I think I think the Forty ers are going to win. And they all started laughing at me, straight up laughing at me. They're like. Patrick Mahomes ain't losing. That is the type of confidence that Patrick Mahomes exudes. Wow. It wasn't like he ain't losing. He said, they said, Patrick Mahomes ain't losing. Now I'm telling them, hey, I think the Niners are due for a good game. Like, they've had two stink fests in the first two rounds of the playoffs. Uh, they're just due to come out and click. And I, that's what I think is going to happen. But definitely be them beating Patrick Mahomes.
1: Jason Dumas here on the Morning Rose, courtesy of the Boxer and Gerson Guest live in Las Vegas. We'll probably talk to him again this week. I know he's out there for the whole week. Of course, he's going to the game and covering the game for Crawford Sports. Does a hell of a job doing that. You came straight from Santa Cruz, straight to the airport, straight to Las Vegas. So very impressive, Jay. But you brought up earlier in this conversation... Shanahan and Brock and you believe Brock Purdy has the most to gain, and I'm with you there. I we've been kind of batting back and forth here with who has the most to gain, who has the most to lose. Because if Brock Purdy does lose this game, we're already heard some of the dialogue coming after the Green Bay game and the Detroit game. He loses this game. You're around this team, you're around Shanahan. you've been around him for five years. Who's to say Brock Purdy's a long term solution? When it comes to his quarterbacks, you you and that proof is just in the pudding.
6: Uh even with Brock, we, we saw the story come out a couple of weeks ago that they they tried to get Tom Brady to come out of retirement to come play for them. So it's like, you, you never know. If Brock Purdy has a bad game. The whole narrative all offseason is going to be like, is this the guy that can take them over the top? Right. Now, you know, he's... That's just how it is. And if if they win, he's going to be the guy who is like the next best thing for a slice of bread. And I think that's fair, too, because it's a player's league. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan is a great coach. He's been uh, very successful with the 49ers in his tenure. But at the end of the day, the players have to perform. And if Brock Purdy performs like he is capable of, I mean, dude, it's like a Disney movie script. This guy yeah. was not. It was an afterthought. I didn't know who Brock Purdy was when they drafted him. I didn't even know Brock Purdy was on the roster until I had to know. And now all of a sudden, this guy is the quarterback on probably the best team in football.
2: Jason, it, it is interesting how there's just a lot of revisionist history. People can like the player. No one thought he was going to be this. Yeah, and I have body. no problem saying that. I was like clearly way wrong, way right. off. I went to a lot of those padded and non-padded practices. No one was looking at him. Yeah. He got very little it, run. It, and is, it is wild to see crazy people take victory me.
1: laps about Brock
0: Purdy. Yeah,
2: a lot of the padding on the back, just in general. Okay.
1: Jason, we still got you?
2: Yo, yeah, I got you. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Sorry, I didn't know if you were talking there. It just I don't know. I, I, I kind of chuckle where it's like sometimes I'm not saying they didn't like him. They did like him, but... They got a little lucky, and he's he's exceeded everyone's expectations. It's okay to admit that out loud. Like I found, like last week, whether it was John Lynch, Shanahan, uh, you know Jed York, they were taking a victory lap, which they should, and I get that. But to think that they had like the the, <laughs> the foresight from day one, it feels a little revisionist history to me. That's all.
6: Yeah, when Kyle said that Brock was the best player, best quarterback on the roster two years ago, and he knew that right away, I. I who who knows if that if that's actually true? But I mean, this guy like it, it, it's just crazy. That's what makes sports so cool. Like yes. no one could ever see this coming. No one like his Brock's pathway to being the Forty ers starting quarterback was like almost impossible. Yeah, you had you had Trey Lance obviously who was drafted to be the next guy. Trey Lance of course has injury problems that gave. Jimmy Garoppolo his opportunity back and Jimmy Garoppolo had an injury and I remember when Brock Purdy had to come in because of the injuries I was like oh, the 49ers are toast they're not going to win anything I was like, hey, no that's that's unfortunate and this guy comes in and makes every single pass he's asked to do seems unflappable he has this demeanor on him that is just like you know and Brock had a soundbite that was very impressive a couple weeks ago where he just basically said, like, dude, I know I'm not Patrick Mahomes. I know I'm not Lamar Jackson. I know I'm not Josh Allen. I don't try to be like them. I don't compare myself to them. I just try to do what I do well to the best of my abilities. And by going that way, I don't put unnecessary pressure on myself. I don't try to compare. I just do what I'm asked to do, and I do what I know I can do to the best of my abilities. And I was like, that's someone who knows who he is. And a lot of people need to have that demeanor because everybody in in society is always trying to compare themselves with this person, with that person. Just be yourself and do what you're good at, and things will fall into place. That's what Brock Purdy is doing.
1: Yeah, no doubt about that. Jason, live in Las Vegas. We'll talk to you again later in the week. I know it's insane out there. I can't believe Vegas has a Super Bowl. We're just talking about that. All the events that's happened in Vegas over the last 10 years. Did you ever envision envision not only a Super Bowl being in Las Vegas, but a professional sports team being in Las Vegas? Now we got three of them and two more coming at some point in the future. Dude is nuts.
6: About like four years ago, I had a job opportunity out in Vegas, and I turned it down because I was just like, I'm in the Bay. I, I'm, I'm st- I still would turn it down because, you know, I, I enjoy the Bay. But, like, at the time, I was like, why would I leave San Francisco, 49ers, Warriors, Giants, to work in Las Vegas? And my agent at the time told me, she was like, dude, Vegas is going to blow up. I'm telling you. And she was right. Four yeah. years later, they they're, they're going to get an NBA, NBA team yep. eventually too. Yep. They're going to have all the major sports. Yep. They're going to be the site of major sporting events. This is this has become an amazing sports market. It's crazy. And like four years ago, like I said, I I didn't. I was like, no, nah, they don't really have yeah. pro teams.
1: It's like more of a party town. But now it's a sports town too. It's nuts. Yeah, we can't wait to see you down there. We'll be down there Saturday night. We'll you better not we'll be house hunting the, down there. Yeah, no, yeah.
6: <laughs> we don't need to come in Saturday night, man. Let me, let me, let me start screening my phone
1: calls. <laughs> hey, I may come off the play straight to a party. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Saturday night, man. We might be on a bender all weekend. I will it. not. Yeah, no, Shasky's going to be in this My room wife, freaked out about listening. the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going home, honey. I'm going that. straight to the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, here with hey, the hey, baby hey, hey, shout there. out to Caitlin. You're, you're better Have Jason. Hey, Caitlin. you know Jason Dumas is doing nothing but work. You don't have to worry about him. He's asleep by 9 o'clock. Unless it's a crowd for a hit at night. <laughs> Jay, stay awake out there, buddy. All right, brother. Appreciate y'all. Anytime, Jason. Jason Dubois here, the boxer Gerswick sideline Crawford Sports doing it all best. Santa Cruz Warriors uh, sideline reporter doing a great job there. Now he's down in Vegas. The vibe of the team. He said he didn't see no pearly whites from Debo or Tritt. Business. Niners to go down there to handle business.
2: I'm very excited. I, w- I want to get into two things here. Who Brock Purdy is playing in? Patrick Mahomes. And elaborate on this Peter King article. I'm yeah. seeing some stuff regarding Kyle Shanahan selecting Brock Purdy yeah, that I no, want to it's, read for it's, you. It's,
1: yeah, no, it's fascinating. By the way, what else? Something else is fascinating. I guess Jared Guru Johnson. What's that? He's wearing a 49ers jersey today. To Why? Work. Why? I have no idea.
6: I lost. I'm out.
1: I'm out. I I, I don't know what he's doing. It, is it a player? What what player is he wearing? It's got Guru on the back. Number one. No. It's a 49ers jersey with number 1 on the, and Guru on the back.
4: Uh, I don't want to brag. I, I live in a regular neighborhood. <laughs> what? There's a drop for everything. There's literally
1: a drop for yeah, there's everything. There's literally a drop for everything. I don't want everything. to brag, but I live in a regular but neighborhood. I mean guy, what does that yeah. even mean? You know what? We
4: will
2: bring him up at the break because I'm sure he'll be showing up at some point. And I, I We might even bring him in. I'm going to call him out on this. If Patrick Mahomes doesn't play another snap right now, his stats are close, very close, to Steve Young, who had a couple of extra years on him. Um, and, you know, you look at Steve Young, he joined the Niners and Tampa Bay played. I'm going straight from when he was a starter, 91-98, to 98, 99. That's what Steve Young did. Patrick Mahomes has two less years. Two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time NFL MVP, offensive player of the year. Two-time first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro, he's a six-time Pro Bowler, he's led the NFL in touchdowns twice, led the NFL in passing yards, he's the Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year, he's won a thousand other different things, he has the career playoff passer rating right now, meaning the highest rating ever in the playoffs, he has the career passing yards per game, almost 300 in the playoffs, total yards by a quarterback in a season, he has the most touchdowns in a single postseason. This guy is one of the greatest players of all time. That's who the Niners are going up against. Yes. One of the greatest players to ever play. And I just so. wrote down guys, be in our life, who I anointed in the middle of their career one of the greats. Steph, Ricky Henderson, Jerry yeah. Rice, LeBron, Magic, Jordan. I threw Verlander in there. Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey Jr., Mike Trout. I mean, we are talking about a very small list of guys who could play a half of a career and go straight to the Hall of Fame. Yeah,
1: Gale Sayers. Gale Sayers. Just like Gale Sayers. Just like Gale Sayers. And so his first year in 2018, he throws 50 touchdown passes to 12 interceptions. <laughs> 50! Right? So check that out. This is how... 50! Think about it. It's just, I remember the fantasy football draft that year. And I had picked Jimmy Garoppolo as my starting quarterback. I'll never forget. And late in the draft... I took Mahomes as to my backup. Just like, ah, whatever. I'll, I'll take a flyer on Mahomes, whatever. Ken City's going to be bad. They're going to be mediocre. Mm-hmm. They just moved off to Alex Smith. Never seen Mahomes other than that one game in which Adrian Peterson said, when I saw him throw that ball, I was like, Alex, you in trouble. And Alex was in trouble. He got traded that offseason. But he threw 50 touchdown passes and 12 interceptions, led me to my first ever fantasy football championship in a player's club. But watching him every snap that year, and I was like, okay, somebody's going to come around. They're going to stop him. All the arm angles, all the improv. All right, this is ridiculous. This is a one-off. No. He's throwing 38, 37, 41. To, I mean, like, and the you see what he's done in these playoffs. You see what he's done in these playoffs to elevate his teams. Now, he's a game manager that can elevate other players around him. Now, Brock Purdy can do it, but there's limits to him. Brock Patrick Mahomes has, he won a Super Bowl last year with Juju Smith-Schuster. We all thought Juju was done. I mean, so yes, in order to win this Super Bowl, not only are you going against the Michael Jordan, the Tom Brady, the LeBron James, you're going up against one of the all-time
3: greats. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day.